0: Hey, this is Dave from Superior Speak, and you're listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking,
1: "Are people gonna
0: die?" The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 295 of the Soul Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: I'm not saying I'm rich in Animal Crossing, but I'm rich in Animal Crossing.
1: (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis markellis Regans.
0: Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to the
1: show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got a little bit to talk about, and then we're going to jump into a retro review as part of pandemic month, 28 days later. But before we get into all that, how is everyone doing? The pandemic rolls on. The quarantine rolls on. Ellis, how are you holding up?
0: Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's been a really tough week really tough week I'm having a hard oh, wow. time trying to uh you know, trying to acclimate to this new lifestyle it's it hasn't been easy, but um you know supposedly we're gonna get through it that's what everyone keeps saying you know a lot of the celebrities are putting on concerts, so that's good i guess i don't know I'm just glad to uh I'm just glad that I saw a tiger and a tiger saw a man
1: that's all I care about. It's really hard to feel the warmth coming from these celebrities when their living room is the size of my house. Seriously. It's really it's really tough to be quarantined in their house.
2: I think I shared a meme where it's like celebrities stuck in their house and then it's Frodo and Rivendell.
0: <laughs> like, oh, it's too bad.
2: Yeah, you poor babies. <laughs> You're stuck in a mansion. <laughs> with all your well, free coronavirus
1: tests. Are you going to be able to pick up uh, Rise of Skywalker on Blu-ray, Mark?
0: Uh, no. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it will be delivered. Uh, I'm actually, I actually plan on watching the new trilogy over again uh, in time for the uh, the new one to arrive at my house. I've already watched like all of the behind the scenes stuff. It's like three hours of behind the scenes, and I I saw it on. Uh, it was online, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch a little bit of this. Two hours and fifty minutes later, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs>
1: I might as well finish the whole thing up. Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, Aubrey, how are you handling the quarantine?
2: The quarantine life is loving me. (laughs) I have spent so much of my free time dedicated to a capitalist raccoon (laughs) while watching watching a small man travel across Middle Earth to deliver a ring (laughs) to Fiery Pit of Doom. (laughs) So... Um, I, I'm also trying to like manage my last semester of college at the same time. (laughs) I've really had nothing else to do because I can't go out in public because then I risk getting really sick and I'm getting over bronchitis. So my lungs are already compromised. So yeah, that's all I've been doing is playing video games, watching Lord of the Rings and attempting to do some work on my final semester.
0: How are you feeling, Aubrey?
2: Um, I'm better. I I have antibiotics, so they're good. All right. Good. Joey, oh. how are you?
1: Uh, um, yeah, uh, it's not really a quarantine for me because I have to still work because I'm quote unquote essential to uh, to humanity's survival. Because if I don't go to work and put beans on the shelf, no one will be able to buy them. Um, it's slowed down a little bit at work, so the last couple days haven't been as crazy i mean it's still crazy but it's not as crazy but it doesn't take much you know it, it always for the last like maybe three or four weeks now that we've been doing this the it starts to calm down a little bit in terms of like the volume of customers and the products they're buying and then something will happen and then it shoots right back up again so i'm just waiting for that next announcement whether it's You know, schools are canceled. We're quarantined for another two months. Uh, There's a national quarantine, like something. Aliens are landing. I don't know, whatever it's going to be. But whatever it'll be, it'll be the thing that shoots up people's anxiety again. And we're flooded with people again. We still can't keep toilet paper in stock. So it's. I I guess hopefully people are out there wiping their butts a lot. And uh, that's it. Just watching a lot of TV. I've been watching Tiger King as Mark has been alluding to. And, um, <laughs> I've been watching, uh, some movies getting ahead of myself for the podcast. And, uh, my family and I sat down and watched Avengers Endgame yesterday. My wife had finally caught up to almost fully caught up on the MCU now. So now she just has to watch far from home Spider-Man and she'll be completely ready for black widow.
0: Nice. How does she take, uh, that, how does she take Endgame?
1: Oh, she loved it and she liked it a lot. So it was good. She's sad that, um, Iron Man died and, you know, happy with Captain America's final fate, so you know everybody was uh, was very satisfied. I still love that movie. I don't care what people say. I know it's a fucking mess, but I don't give a shit. I love it. And yeah, that's it. Just hanging out, watching TV, sleeping a lot. My son's playing a lot of Animal Crossing. My daughter's playing a lot of Sims Four. Jen's working from home, and we're watching a lot of Chopped. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about us. Markellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more Soul Wizard Podcast?
0: Um. Alright, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our Soul Wizard t-shirts and sweatshirts and look good while you're representing the show. Uh, Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on that big yellow Amazon logo, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app through your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Uh, We have a Patreon page. You can support our show monthly and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. Uh, We also have a YouTube page. Uh, Wally Hawk is putting up videos constantly. Uh, Go to YouTube. Search the Wizard Podcast. Shout out to all of our podcasting buddies in the geek world. All-stars podcasting network. Back to you, Joey.
1: That was due to feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. <laughs> That's what our houses look like after three weeks of quarantine. <laughs>
0: That's what happens when you run out of toilet paper.
1: That's right. <laughs> all right. Do we have any news to talk about, Oh, uh, A
0: couple of small things.
1: All right. You know what? Blink-182 says all the small things. So let's do it
2: yo pump it up it's time for the news yo we getting ready to bring you the news
0: boy. all right so this week in nerdy news uh one of the shows that we talked about actually this year is getting renewed for season two uh lock and key the big hit for netflix uh has been renewed for season two uh we did actually review the whole show and uh I, for one, said I was not going to be turning back to it because the end kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, but you know what? I changed my mind. I might watch the first episode just to see if they can pull me back in. But uh, yeah, it, it took. seemed like it took a long time to make this announcement, but it finally came through. Lock and Key Season 2 on the uh, patented Colt 45 Give-A-Fuck-A-Meter. What do you give this? Let's start with Aubrey.
2: Uh, probably a 0.5. I don't, I don't care really at all. I didn't enjoy watching it. There were elements of it that were great, uh, but the overall show itself is extremely forgettable and unsatisfying for me. I really don't care to watch any more of it. I probably will watch the first episode again, just to see if they can bring me back, but Mm -hmm. I don't really care
1: too much.
0: All right, all right now Joey, I think I remember you being a little bit more higher on this uh this TV show than we were so uh on a meter what do you give it
1: uh I'll give it like a one and a half Jeez. is the well lady coming back uh they haven't announced <laughs> it but that's
0: definitely a selling point
1: yeah I say if if that's not happening I'm definitely out but yeah I mean it just it just didn't grab me that much you know I watched most of the first season and and I just tapped out after a while. I couldn't take it anymore. Hopefully, maybe they'll take some of the criticisms to heart and can get a lot less uh, high school drama bullshit and a lot more locks and keys and well, ladies. <laughs> the because uh, that was really my problem with the first season. You know, everything involving the actual like storyline was super cool and interesting, even though there was some dodgy like PS2 special effects there uh, when he was flying around as a ghost. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's like. Oh this this story open lets him become a PS1 cutscene. <laughs> but you know it, it, that was the interesting hook of the story when it just kept going off and off and off into god awful uh, high school drama with the two other kids and it just, just made the show like unwatchable to me. I'd rather them I'd rather them do 6 episode season of interesting stuff than 10 episodes of padded out high school crap. So mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. But like Aubrey said, I'd probably at least check out the first episode and and see if it grabs me. But I'll tell you, if I'm like five, ten minutes into that first episode and I see, you know, star wipe and we're in high school, (laughs) I'm out. I'm done.
0: I think the way that they might solve that this year is by putting more locking keys into high school. You know, maybe uh, something went on with the uh, with the dad when he was a student with all the other students. Maybe there's like a key to the janitor's room that does some weird shit. So uh, I think they might be able to have the best of both worlds or bridge the two anyway. All right. So then in other announcement news, um, I don't know how psyched you guys are for this one, but Hobbs and Shaw two is in development. Uh, The rock promoting something was talking about uh, upcoming movies. Obviously he's talking about black Adam before, but when asked about Hobbs and Shaw two, he said it was currently in development Uh, with the fast series, just trucking along. Uh, I honestly couldn't care less about Hobbs and Shaw 2. I really am only interested in the main storyline, the, uh, the Skywalker saga of the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know. It's just me. Uh, Joey, on the Cole 45, give a fuck a meter. What do you give Hobbs and Shaw 2?
1: Um, is uh, What's her name coming back?
0: Yeah, I, I would bet money that uh, Vanessa Kirby comes back.
1: Uh, five out of five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what if they kill her like the first five minutes? What if they do like a Bourne Ultimatum or the Bourne? Uh, yeah, the second Bourne Supremacy movie,
1: Kingsman Golden Circle. <laughs> Let's kill all the characters from the first movie yeah, in the first uh, five uh, minutes. Well, I mean, I loved this movie a lot more than other people because I really embraced the cheesy, like '90s direct-to-video action moviness of it all. Um, It was not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I gave it extra points for that. I know you guys didn't like it. I know uh, Paul and Wayne from The Countdown hated this movie. <laughs> hated it. Oh, my God. But, you know, I'll be there. I'll be there to watch it. I'm not going to pretend I'm excited or anything, but I'll be there to watch it. You know, hopefully they can just, again, much like Lock and Key, it takes some of the criticism to heart, and then we don't get an entire movie and then an extra 45 minutes visiting I don't know where. Where did Jason Statham grow up? Is there an island or anything he grew up on? We can visit. <laughs> like an extra forty-five minutes.
0: The mean streets of London, man. It'll there turn into the Kingsman.
1: We'll, hopefully, Black Superman will be back.
0: So. <laughs> It'll be Asian Superman in this one in the next one. That's right. Scarlett Johansson is Asian Superman. Um, <laughs> Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about Hobbs and Shaw, Part two
2: Um. I like Jason Statham and The Rock together. I like their chemistry, but I don't care about another Fast and Furious-based movie.
1: So what you're saying is you think you don't want to see this?
2: Yeah, I really don't. (laughs) Well, I'm afraid I've got
1: some bad news. It's happening. (laughs) You can't not do the sequel. We did the first one. (laughs) I'd be like if we didn't do Black Widow. I mean, we already did like 20 something Marvel movies.
0: (laughs) Right. If there's one Marvel movie we're going to skip, it's not going to be Black Widow. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, And then in the the last bit of news, uh, George Miller is threatening to make a prequel to the last Mad Max movie. Uh, sorry, Aubrey, if it's a prequel, it's not going to have Tom Hardy in it, but it looks like,
1: uh, but
0: it looks like, uh, George Miller is going to be swinging for the Joey side of the fence. Cause he's casting Anna Taylor joy as Furiosa. Yes. So, uh, I love Mad Max Fury Road. Like I think it's one of the best action movies that I've seen in probably the last like 20 years. I absolutely love that movie. It's one of the movies that I did see multiple times in at theaters. Uh, and in 3D. I love that movie. Uh, is it a great movie? Like does it have a great plot? No. No. But it's visually amazing. But yeah, I want yes, want. <laughs> I wanted Charlize <laughs> to come back in this one. Um, I like Anna Taylor-Joy, but I love Charlize. I thought she did an amazing job. So I'm a little disappointed that it's a prequel, but I'm psyched that George Miller's coming back for it. Um so you know actually on a on a Cole 45 I give a fuck a meter I give this a 4. Um but uh <laughs> Joey, how do you feel about Anna Taylor-Joy coming into the uh, Mad Max universe?
1: Well, uh for Anya Taylor-Joy I'd give it a like 10 out of 5, but anyone that can make me think, "Man, maybe I will go see Emma." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that that that's 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 some bombass pussy, you know. But I gotta tell you, this is at the risk of losing listeners and friends, I I thought Mad Max: Fury Road was a little overrated.
0: Wow! Boo this yeah. man! <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking for it, Aubrey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Boo this man! <laughs>
1: hey, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was enjoyable. I have no problems with the movie. I just don't think it's this like. I don't know, like absolute classic of action movies like people seem to make it out to be. I'd rather watch The Raid ten times in a row than watch that movie again.
2: So he just doesn't like winning, I guess.
1: (laughs) I'm just sick of winning. (laughs) But uh, again, it's not that I don't think it's a good movie. It's just I don't think it's as great as people make it out to be. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'll go check this out. It's cool. I like her. I like action movies. So why not? No Tom Hardy, though. So I don't know how into it Aubrey will be.
0: All right, so Aubrey, I'm sorry. Maybe he'll show up in like a like a flashback or something. But let's just take him completely off the table. Any interest at all to see in this movie?
2: I mean, I did like Fury Road, so I'll probably see it. Yes. Will I pay for it? <laughs> probably not.
0: That's right. I'm
2: I'm willing to put money into the into the pockets of my man. <laughs> But I'm not willing to put money in the pockets of other people. Gotcha.
0: All right, that makes sense. I will allow that. All right. So on a on a meter, Aubrey, what do you give it?
2: Um, probably about a three point five. All right, fair enough. All right. So
0: we'll see. Um, supposedly it's supposed to kick off filming, um, at the end of next year, if the world is still together. Uh, you know, at the I,
1: end I, of next
0: year. Yeah, At the end of uh 2021.
1: When the fuck is the movie going to come out? Like right, 2030? They, they, they can't
0: start filming it now. The world is—it's it's a vampire right now. You know
1: what Cardi B said? <laughs> shit is real. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus.
2: I'm telling you, shit is real. Shit is getting real. Woo! <laughs>
1: All right. Is that going to do it, Mark? Is that all the news that's fit to print? That is all the news. All right. Well, we will take a quick break and we'll come back talk about this week's retro review for Pandemic Month, 28 Days Later.
0: Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, The time has come for our fourth annual live stream for The Cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute.
1: Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com
0: for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference.
1: And we're back. All right, guys. This was your pick, Aubrey, for Pandemic Month 28 Days Later. So I guess we'll get started with uh, non-spoilers, as always, and then jump into spoilers. When did this come out? 2002? Uh, 2002. Yep. All right. So spoilers for an 18-year-old movie, if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, But we'll talk a little bit, then we'll play our spoiler sound drop. And then if you haven't seen it and you don't want it ruined, you can go away to get started. Obviously, you'd seen this before, Aubrey?
2: Yeah, I actually watched it when it first came out. When I was a mere 11 years old. Oh,
1: wow. (laughs) You were a stronger person than I was.
2: Uh, (laughs) In all fairness, I'm pretty sure I watched it with my dad, who has a history of scarring me with very scary movies, like Pinocchio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about the live-action Pinocchio with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Did you ever see that?
2: All Pinocchios are horrifying for me. (laughs) Horrifying.
1: Obviously, Mark Ellis, you've seen this before.
0: Yeah, I thought I saw it multiple times, but I think I've only seen it maybe once, like when it came out on DVD. Because I didn't, I did not remember a lot of this movie. Really? Yep. I'm watching. You, it, you
1: didn't see it in the theater?
0: No, no, not at all. I wasn't. I don't know. For some reason, I wasn't like that big of a Danny Boyle fan or something. I don't know.
1: I think I just, I just totally missed it. Interesting. Well, I definitely saw it in the movie theater, and I own it on DVD. So I've seen it multiple times on DVD, but I hadn't probably watched it in a, maybe 10 years. It had definitely been a while. So, I mean, we all kind of revisited this movie. We've already seen it, but it had been a while. What did you think, Aubrey, of 28 Days Later?
2: I still think that this movie really does hold up. Um, I like it. I feel like it's almost like Walking Dead kind of based. Well, not not based but walking dead the first episode was kind of based on this and i still really enjoy watching it i w- would watch it again and i wouldn't be mad about it
1: mark Ellis.
0: yeah it's uh it, it actually does hold up it doesn't have a uh let's see it doesn't have anything that, other than like probably like the music it doesn't have anything that really submits it into that time frame but uh yeah it's very compact it's, it's solid it has some decent performances, not a lot of action in the beginning, but yeah, it's decent. It, you can definitely feel like it's a, uh, you could definitely feel that Walking Dead was inspired by this.
1: Awesome. Well, I, surprise, love this movie. Um, I Though I will say, I feel like the first half of the movie is a lot stronger than the second half of the movie. Really? But uh, yeah, the beginning parts where it's him waking up and him uh, kind of exploring the London and meeting up with the other people, it was, that's amazing. I love it. I could watch just that half of the movie over and over and over and over and over again. So uh, I am a huge fan of this movie. I loved it. Loved it. But now it's time to get into spoilers. So Marcellus, drop the spoiler drop. And let's spoil an 18-year-old movie. Spoiler alert. I have seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, guys. Let's get into likes, dislikes, and other things. Aubrey, what are some things you liked about this movie?
2: I do really enjoy the cast. I think at that time they weren't like the, Cillian Murphy was probably, and this was I think his first movie or so. He wasn't that big of a name. Christopher Eccleston, of course, did that um, Doctor Who around what this time. What was he in this movie? He was the general dude with the blonde hair.
1: Oh, okay, thought he looked um, a little familiar.
2: Yeah, so I I enjoy him. Um, the other t- the other people were great as well, but I think it, it, it's a great cast. Um, the The whole storyline is really great. I enjoy I enjoy the actual concept of it all, um, and how they become they they get the rage if they ingest any of the blood because that makes sense to me <laughs> a little bit more than. Just, like, looking at somebody and, you know, you become a zombie and stuff like that. That makes sense to me. Um, so I I enjoy the concept. I enjoy the storyline. I like how they go through, like, the kind of different sets of people. There's the dad who is trying to survive and and team up with other people who are surviving. And then he ends up dying. And But then there's Christopher Eccleston who decides um, he's going to take over this mansion and repopulate the world and has pretty much like gone crazy. So there's the two different spectrums of people. And I, I enjoy that. I really like the main female in it. I can't remember. Selena. Selena. I really enjoy her. I think that she's strong and not annoying. Like most female leads tend to be. She was actually really great. And I enjoy the way that she goes about some things too, to protect uh, the, the girl and everything. So I I liked all of that.
1: Awesome. Well, Mark Ellis, how about you? What are some things you liked about the movie?
0: Yeah, I did like the cast too. I kept going, oh, that's the guy from Batman. Oh, that's the guy from Harry Potter. Oh, that's the girl from the James Bond movie. So yeah, I, I was able to pinpoint everyone, which I thought was really cool. Um, I actually really liked Celia Murphy's character's story arc he had like a nice hero's journey which i thought was pretty cool and i'm i am kind of an idiot because i'm watching a movie and it by the time we get to like the military guys at the end i'm like man how long has the world been fucked up like this like how long have the zombies been running around like killing people 28 days ago idiot (laughs) that's that's how long it's been (laughs) so like oh okay i can see how things are still a little like a little raw i can get that but yeah i actually i I enjoyed it. I was surprised at how solid it still was after all these years. But yeah, I definitely felt like The Walking Dead just said, I'm not even sure, obviously the show is based on a comic book, but man, I'm pretty sure they watched, they watched this movie and was like, all right, let's just do this. <laughs> let's just do this concept and just space it out because it seemed so familiar, uh, but like a compact version of it. But uh, yeah, I like I, I like the story and I
1: like the characters. Awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. I loved the storyline. I loved the characters. I liked um, the fact that they were not technically zombies. Like They, they tried to make that right away, right off the bat. They give you a plausible explanation as to why this is happening.
0: Yeah, the fucking PETA group shows up and <laughs> wants free the free to monkeys. And a doctor's like, no,
1: dummy. That's right. Don't Carol Baskin showed up to get the fucking tigers. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, but but it was, it's plausible. It's not just, you know, okay, there's zombies, just deal with it. We're not going to explain it. Like, they gave you an explanation right up front as to what was possibly happening. So, that I, I enjoyed that. Um, this was one of the first, I want to say, I mean, I could be wrong, but this seemed like one of the first movies that had fast moving zombies in it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think, I actually think you're right about that.
1: So, that was um, kind of novel and different. I'm, of course, as we learned last week, more of a Romero purist. So I I prefer the slow zombies, but, you know, this is enjoyable. It definitely brought another level of danger to it. Um, and like I said a few minutes ago, the early opening of the movie just fits right into what I love about this type of stuff is, is just the minutia of life in these type of such situations. You know, he wakes up and, and just seeing like everything's fucked up and the way things are messed up and, and, you know, running into the uh selena and i forget the other guy's name i can't, he was only in the movie for like 20 minutes i forget um frank frank the, there you the go dad? no frank was the dad oh, no, um, no. It was,
2: um yeah the the other guy that she kills
1: yeah um just you know they're living inside a store with the gate pulled down and they have like chocolate and soda and stuff um you know that that kind of stuff is just super interesting to me so i loved that part of the movie um. Yeah. I mean, all the way through, it's a good movie. It's just those. That was my favorite part. I felt like the, the first half of the movie was so much better than the second half. But uh, that being said, what about some things he didn't like? Was there anything he didn't like about the movie, Aubrey?
2: Um. Honestly, I, I, not really. I liked how everything was. They could explain everything, like how she was able to save his life when he got shot. You know, um. She had explained that she was a chemist. That was her job. So she kind of understands like what medication to give him. I like how they, they didn't leave much room for me to be like, well, why is there this plot hole there? Cause the plot holes annoyed the crap out of me and that will ruin the best movie. And I enjoyed how I didn't find really any plot holes in this movie. And, um, so there there really wasn't anything that I didn't like.
1: Well, that that is very good to hear. How about you, Mark Hellens? Oh yeah. So,
0: uh oh, Cillian Murphy's Cillian Murphy's penis. Not a fan. Didn't really need to see that.
1: <laughs> you get to see his butt too later on.
0: <laughs> uh, this is one of the first movies that was shot digitally, and it shows. Um It looks like shit. It looks awful. <laughs>
1: And okay, get, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because I was like, maybe it's just my my TV or maybe I, I set something up wrong. I don't know. but The movie looks like shit.
0: <laughs> and I watched it It all came back to me when I started watching. I'm like, holy shit. This is when film directors were like, oh, digital is just as good as as film. And we're going to make a movie to prove it. And, you know, it looked it didn't look good then like this one and um, Michael Mann's uh, Collateral. It's like the technology isn't there, but that didn't stop the filmmakers for do- from doing it. But now, in a year of our lore 2020, looking at the screen, I'm like, oh, oh, this looks bad. This looks really bad. So I had
1: to, I had to touch my face and be like, did I forget to put my glasses on?
0: <laughs> so thank God there's good acting and a decent script in there. Because otherwise, I would have been like, this is, this is a mistake. Huge mistake. But yeah, it did immediately make me want to watch 28 weeks later. Because I'm like, at least that one was shot on film. So, you know, at least I could get a, a zombie story with a uh, better visuals. And yeah, as much as I liked the, the hero's journey of it, I didn't like the fact that they hooked up for some reason. Like, I, I understand you're watching a movie. He's the guy. She's the girl. Eventually, they're going to be romantically linked. But for some reason, it just it felt forced to me in this movie. And I, I wasn't a fan of it. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I mean, the, the army guys were kind of assholes, but they're supposed to be. I thought they were dialed up a little too much. And his his hero's journey, he kind of turned into a superhero at the end. But I didn't care because the movie is so short and they need to give you something. So uh, I didn't mind. I didn't mind. He was like, he turned into Bruce Willis in Die Hard, you know, jumping off of fucking roofs with no shirt on and shit. I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. That's fine. But um, yeah, other than that, those are my only only complaints. And Danny Boyle should redo it in like a... High-duff camera. Make it look better.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm in the same boat as you. As Like I said, when I was watching it, I was kind of stunned at, at times how bad it looked. Um, and we watched it on Hulu. It's free on Hulu. And I expected it to be in HD. And it was just like, whoa, whoa, okay. You know, really just a, couple, a few things that I had issues with. And, and a lot of it was just the inconsistency of uh, some of the rules. So Frank can get a single drop of blood near his eye. And immediately turn into an infected. Yeah. But um, when they go back to um, Jim's house and see his dead parents. And then the infected jump through the window. Because he's being an idiot walking around with a candle. Selena Mm -hmm. kills their partner. Which was that guy's name? Mark. Mark. kill Mark. Oh, no. Marky Mark. (laughs) They kill Mark because he got bitten. And she hacks him up with a machete. And blood is flying everywhere. Yeah. So did what? (laughs) (laughs) She had her mouth closed. Actually, no, the blood
0: was flying. It was like her eyes closed. (laughs) The blood was flying all over like the wall. She like painted the wall red. And I think it it went all over Jim, too, if I remember correctly.
1: I mean, it was a cool visual and it was a great scene. And it really kind of drove home the point of like what they're doing, what they have to do to survive in this world. But at the same time, it like wasn't consistent with the movie's own rules. So it kind of pissed me off. Yeah, and I think just about everything when they get, I think the movie hits a high so early, and then when they get to the soldiers, it just kind of goes mm, very slow curve downhill. It does, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It just, I don't know, it just w- wasn't up to the same quality as the first half of the movie. I, I don't, I don't know what the escape from that was ever going to be. You know, cause especially when the soldiers turned out to be like assholes and and bad people, so I mean that was really there was really the only one one way out was they, they were going to have to all get killed. So I get it, but I just, I don't understand why I, I'm, maybe I do. I mean, they're trying to show like the humans are the real bad guys or whatever the usual zombie movie uh, trope is. But uh, I just wish it could have gone in a different direction because I was just enjoying the first half of the movie so much. So
0: yeah. Well, the first half has like a, a real momentum. Like you can feel that you know, Jim really wants to get back home, you know, and they really want, they're like aiming to get someplace. There's like a arrow. And then once they get to the compound, it just stops. Or at right? that, that mansion, the whole thing just stops. There's no forward progression at all. Um, And it takes a while before they realize that they do have to get the fuck out of there. So yeah, I can, I can definitely see why that part kind of stops that, or that part kind of feels really slow, but I'm I'm just trying to picture a movie where it's like an hour and a half of Jim just walking around, checking like, uh, vending machines <laughs> looking for candy bars
1: and shit <laughs> like, i would watch that nonstop. <laughs> give me that please
0: you know what i was surprised about is that this movie was sponsored by pepsi because there was a fucking pepsi <laughs> can in almost every scene and i'm like oh that's you know that's just it's not product placement there's just you know it just happens to be a pepsi there and then it kept popping up and then you would see the can and you can definitely read the words pepsi on it like they wasn't trying to hide it so i'm like oh that's it's weird that pepsi would get behind a. uh bloody zombie apocalypse movie
1: well if they had been sponsored by cope they could have got better cameras probably
0: some sony cameras probably
1: that's right all right now have, have we all seen the sequel to this movie aubrey have you seen the sequel to this movie
2: i don't remember if i've seen the sequel i did want to watch it um i can't remember if i've seen it though
1: what about you, Mark Ellis? You've seen it, of course, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. I don't remember a fucking thing about it at all. Like, I was shocked that Jeremy <laughs> Renner was in it. Like,
1: I I didn't remember that at all. I, I know I saw it, the movie theater, when it came out. I don't own it on, quote unquote, home video. Um, and I don't think I've ever seen it, maybe once or twice since. I don't think I've seen it very much. Um, I know it had a lot of really cool scenes, but it really wasn't a good movie. Uh, I seem to remember feeling that way about it. I remember at the beginning of the movie, the main character basically like sells out everyone else in his family to survive. And I was like, oh, that's an that's an interesting way to introduce someone. <laughs> I think there's a scene where a bunch of people are locked in a dark room and the infected get in. If I remember correctly. Ooh. And that was really cool. But it, yeah, I mean, it was just like a bunch of cool scenes, um, which is a, a theme we'll pick up in next week's movie as well. <laughs> 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 spoilers but uh yeah i've not seen that so of course let's get a rating out of five for 28 days later aubrey what'd you think
2: i'm gonna give it a, a
1: four awesome mm-hmm. that's a very good score from you markellis how about you uh
0: yeah i'm also gonna give it a four i think it's worth a four if you can put aside the horrible visuals of it I'll yeah i'll say it's definitely a, a four movie <laughs> shot in a two camera
1: all right well I well it's high praise for Mark I mean it's only one star better than, than a bloodshot so.
2: <laughs> never gonna live it down
0: I don't care I don't care i will I will die on that hill
1: um, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna give it a four out of five as well. I love this movie. It's great, definitely worth a watch especially if you have Hulu it's free or you might even probably if you're nerds like us, you probably own it on DVD or Blu-ray and it's kicking around your collection somewhere. It's definitely worth pulling out of this collection or checking it out if you're bored stuck in the house. Of course, the main question for pandemic Month is Aubrey, how long could you survive in a 28 days later scenario?
2: Um I don't know. that that one might be a little bit tricky because they move faster and I think I would panic (laughs) I don't don't know I told Josh if if there was ever a zombie apocalypse I would just get a houseboat (laughs) and um, go out on the sea and then blow the horn when I come close to shore so then all the zombies run into the water (laughs) that's my plan and if it doesn't hold up then I will die quick (laughs)
1: All right, Mark Ellis, how about you?
0: Uh yeah, I would have been uh I would have been gone like the first five minutes. Like as soon as uh as soon as he ran into that priest and the guy's like coming the priest is like coming toward him and he's like oh, father, father, hello, and the guy's just like coming toward him, I'd I would have died right there. Because I wouldn't have realized there was something like really, really wrong. Cause it's like, oh, I'm in a church full of people and there's a priest. Hello, father. Ah, and that would have been it for me.
1: All right. Well, you know, my first uh, thought it would be not very long at all because it would involve running. <laughs> but then I thought about how Selena and Mark were living in a store eating chocolate and drinking soda for like weeks at a time. And I'm like, wow, that sounds pretty awesome, actually. So maybe I would survive for a while just because of my love for eating junk food and drinking soda. <laughs> so I'd probably say like two weeks. I'd give the over-under on two weeks. There you go.
0: Hey, did you guys watch both endings? Did you guys say that there was two endings or at least – On a a Hulu version, there's two endings.
1: Oh, I just watched the original ending and and shut it off. I've seen the other ending, though.
0: Yeah, I was
2: watching it. the other ending? I can't remember if I've seen it.
0: So the way that it ends regularly is uh, they make a quilt that spells out help, right? And there's like helicopters Mm -hmm. flying by. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like it ended and then the credits started rolling and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I'll, I don't need to watch this. I'll just turn it off. And then I noticed there's like seven minutes of credits and I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And not, not that many people worked on this fucking low budget movie. Uh, so then you skip all the way to the end and it's them uh, when they escape the compound, they drive the car through the, through the, uh, through the gate, they find a hospital mm-hmm. and try to save Jim and he dies. So it's just uh, yeah. Celine and a girl just walk off into an empty hospital as the door closes behind them. The end. It starts off with him waking up in a hospital, ends with him dying in a hospital. Which I thought was kind of poetic, and I actually kind of like that one. I liked it better than him waking up with like long hair and suddenly healed from a super gunshot wound.
1: <laughs> I like the uh, theatrical ending better, sorry. With the helicopter going by. and Yeah, he's going to have some hope somewhere.
2: Yeah, that was the whole thing that he told Celine was you got to have hope. I've saw, I saw hope when he, when he saw the airplane before. That's why he went back for
1: him. Exactly. Well, that's going to do it. I guess we'll uh, get some recommendations and wrap it up before we tap it up. Uh, Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners out there?
2: I recommend everybody go get Animal Crossing because um, <laughs> that's all I've been doing. Uh, soon I'll put up a video. I took – video of me playing um i just have yet to gain the courage to actually make a video of me talking about it so uh soon 295
1: hours of you talking about stuff (laughs) I think you should be over that by now
2: i know it's just that i I haven't i'm being video recording myself my face will be out there i can't handle it the criticism the criticism (laughs) um So, yeah, soon I will actually bite the bullet and uh, make a video talking about it. So everybody should go get it. It's
1: fun. Nice. Uh, How about you, Markellis?
0: Uh, Yeah, I say uh, watch Rise of Skywalker. It's coming out on DVD this week. Uh, So watch it and support it. Nice, independent, low-budget movie that I love, that I will be watching constantly um, as soon as my Blu-ray arrives.
1: Oh, boy. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to com, where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, just about any podcatcher under the sun. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search so Your Podcast. There's hours of free exclusive content on there. Adam just dropped a new episode of Direct Focus as we're talking, as well as Star Wars talks, movie trailer reactions, and more on YouTube. You can support us on Patreon, patreon patreon.com, backslash and get extra exclusive episodes of the show. Uh, This past month, I talked about Castlevania, Outsider, and Westworld. Uh, Then we also did a retro review of Little Shop of Horrors. Coming up this month on Patreon is going to be our review of The Hunt. And more. So the fun starts at $1 on patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast. And I will suggest that you watch Tiger King on Netflix because it is ridiculous. I can't, the less you know, the better I feel for watching the show. So you just get floored by all the uh, things that happen. Obviously, it's hard to avoid some of the memes that are going around at this point, but I, I would definitely suggest checking it out. You're stuck inside, you got nothing else to do. Sit down and watch seven hours of Tiger King on Netflix.
0: <laughs> And it's only seven episodes too, so and they're not like full hours; they're a little bit less than that. So you can you can definitely bank through it. The beauty of the show, one of the beauties of the show, is that the more it goes on, the crazier it gets, and they don't explain a lot of the crazy stuff. Is you don't and you don't even want an explanation; you just come to accept it.
1: I feel like it's almost from Pittsfield, right? It's (laughs) almost Lovecraftian. You know, you just you you can't understand what's happening. (laughs) It's not possible for the average person To understand the thought processes Going into people's actions in the show So uh, it's definitely worth a, uh, a, Some time checking it out I would say So Tiger King on Netflix But that is going to do it For episode number 295 of the So Is your Podcast I've been your host Joey DiCarlo My co-host the queen Of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield Good night
2: and too long and thanks for all the fish
1: and the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellus Reagans. Wash your hands
0: and be safe, everyone. Wakanda forever.
1: We'll see you guys next week for a retro review. We'll be wrapping up pandemic month with Resident Evil Apocalypse. <laughs> Good journey.